to the Fun Sized Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Safeli. This podcast is your favorite place to learn about all things that revolve around health and wellness for females under 5'3". By listening to the Fun Sized Podcast, you'll get practical and actionable strategies for weight loss, muscle building, eating, exercising, strengthening relationships, overall health, and so much more. I know that petite women like you don't just want to curate a rockin' little body of your dreams. You want to know how to eat right, work out smart, feel energized, have fun, boost your confidence, and how to move through life while continuing to maintain a lean physique, especially when things get messy. This podcast will always give you a dose of realness, practicality, and empowerment you truly need to develop the highest version of you and be proud to be petite. So subscribe now if you're ready for solo episodes from me and interviews from the best little guests around to support you on your mission to become fun-sized. Welcome back to another episode. Here I am last week. I trained my legs pretty hard at the time. I didn't think that it was that intense, but in the following two days, my legs were sore AF and one girl in my fun size fitness app, shout out to Michelle, was talking about her muscle soreness. And I just thought, what a great podcast topic. So here we are. What I'm about to explain happens to most people regardless of their height, so this isn't necessarily a short girl episode, but just a general fitness episode. Muscle soreness is often called DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, and it's common to occur one to two days after a training session. It typically happens the most after a new workout, a new movement, a different phase of training or when a different training principle is applied. So that's whether you increase or decrease reps, tension, load, frequency, all that stuff. So the newer you are to weightlifting, the more likely you are to be sore. Now you can be sore from other movements that aren't weightlifting. Like we've all had that experience where we, I don't know, pick up a softball bat or something. I don't know, volleyball or soccer. And we just like play one time with our friends in the backyard and we're like sore the next day. And we're like, wait, oh my God, I didn't even do anything. But yeah, so it's, it's a new movement that your body isn't used to, but for the sake of this conversation, we're going to be talking about lifting soreness from lifting. So the newer you are to weightlifting, the more likely you are to be sore. For intermediate and advanced lifters, the likeliness of getting sore lessens because your body kind of already knows what to expect. But sometimes muscle soreness also happens when you either didn't sleep right or didn't get the right nutrition in, or you're coming back from just a one week break. Maybe you're a more advanced lifter and you complete what you think is a modest workout, like I did recently. And you're like, okay, that wasn't too intense, but you end up way more sore than you thought you'd be. Why does this happen? Well, it actually has more to do with recovery than the actual exercise itself. So with that being said, muscle soreness isn't always indicative of a good workout. Muscle soreness is in simple terms, muscle damage. Now, before you freak out, let me explain. We know that in order to build muscle, you must first actually break it down or 
damage it in a sense, and then it repairs itself in the hours and the days following that specific workout. If you don't break down the muscle fibers, you won't actually be building muscle later. So if you want to build muscle, you do need some damage. The key here is some. We actually don't want too much damage because it will take longer to recover and it will prohibit us from training effectively in the upcoming days. I know we have all been there um, two days after a leg day and you're looking at the stairs like, oh my God, why, why? (laughs) Or you're like about to sit down on the toilet and you're like, oh my God, am I ever going to be able to make it back up? I know. I know. I've been there plenty of times too. This extreme level of soreness could actually be a sign of overworking the muscle and too much damage. Like it literally means that you've trained too hard or you didn't have the right recovery or a combination of both. And when your level of soreness is that high, it might feel uncomfortable to work out or you might not be able to train with as much intensity in your upcoming workouts. And that's not going to help you make them gains because another aspect of building muscle is frequency. And if you are hammering one body part only once a week, even if you're consistent all year, you're only hitting that body part 52 times. But If you were to hit that body part twice a week, that's 104 times. Obviously, 104 times is going to help you build muscle faster, but also be sure to keep in mind that you do need that recovery time for your muscle to actually repair itself and build itself. So don't go thinking that more is better and that you're going to hit your legs seven days a week. It doesn't work like that. But as I was saying, If you hammer that body part and you're too sore to hit it again for another week, you're going to build muscle at a much slower rate than if you were to train that muscle with the same intensity twice a week without getting sore. Okay. So more isn't always better in the sense of training hard at AF. Like it's not about going beast mode every single time. Like if you were to have a modest level intensity twice a week, you're going to make more gains than if you were to go balls to the wall once a week. If you find that you are sore though, which this happens all the time, it's happening to me right now. One of the best things you can do is M-O-V-E, okay? Moving gets the blood flowing and breaks up the lactic acid and helps you recover faster. The intensity of your movement, though, has to be appropriate, of course. Like, you're not going to go into the gym after you just hammered your legs on Monday. Um, You're not going to go in on Thursday and be making any personal best when you're sore as fuck. So you have to take it down a notch. If I were to use that example, if your legs are sore, do some low impact walking or biking just to get moving, just to get the blood flowing in there. You could also train another muscle group that day. So maybe you choose to do back or arms, and that will also still help to alleviate some of that stiffness in your legs, even if you're not actually doing anything with your legs, right? So our whole body is connected. That blood is going to circulate throughout your whole body. So it doesn't matter necessarily how you move and what you do. It just matters that you move. And if you're still sore and still recovering when it's time to train legs again, 
you can still totally work them out. You just have to listen to your body and do what you can in that moment. And it's going to be different for everyone. Um, sometimes you can do that workout. Maybe you do less sets. Maybe you do less reps. It just really depends on where you're at, what phase you're in, what your body is telling you and all that good stuff. So finding that right amount within each workout takes practice and a solid understanding of your body. And it's going to take time to figure that out. Um, Even some of the most advanced lifters like myself still find themselves in this predicament where they are super sore and they're like, okay, I need to give my body that rest and time to recover. A lot of new lifters think that they always need to chase DOMS or muscle soreness every single time that you work out, but that couldn't be farther than the truth. I even used to be that person who would chase the muscle soreness because it hurts so good, right? But I've come to realize that I actually make the best and the most progress and my clients make the best and the most progress when we actually don't feel very sore at all. Like I want to feel like I could just tell that I worked out like I'm a little tender when I flex that muscle or I just barely felt that soreness when I stood up for my chair just then just like that little tiny bit, just a little reminder that it's there, but I'm not limping or waddling or crying out in pain when somebody touches me. I don't want any of that. Just a little bit of soreness tells me that I trained just enough, just enough to break down the muscle, but not too much to ruin the rest of my week. So ultimately, what I want you to take away here is how sore you are is not indicative of how effective your workout was. You can have a very, very, very effective workout and not be sore or not be like aching sore. If you are really sore, it probably means you overdid it. So instead you want to aim for that right in between Goldilocks kind of situation. And I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of hell yeah's out of this statement. So here goes. You guys ready? I am a firm believer in doing as little as possible to elicit the most amount of change. This is exactly what you're doing when you try to be just a little bit sore and not a lot of bit sore. If you're a little sore, that is perfect. If you're a one-on-one client of mine, you know that I ask you to rate your muscle soreness on a scale of one to five every single week with one being no soreness and five being extreme soreness. I am not looking for you to be at a five ever. In fact, if I see a five, you bet your ass, I'm going to be like, what's going on? And looking at your nutrition, looking at your training program and seeing if I need to revise it. um, Because that five tells me that it's way too much. It's a red flag. There's something going on after your first week or so, because obviously if you're just getting into training again, you're going to feel more sore than normal. But after that first week or so, I want you to be between a one and a three, because that tells me it's just enough. If you're at a one after the first week of a new training program, like a brand new stimulus, then that tells me that that program isn't challenging enough or something, again, something else is going on. Maybe you didn't lift as heavy as I intended you to. Um, But basically I use this scale as a gauge. And so can you, it's not that hard to kind of just rate yourself. If you want to keep a journal, you can, but I think typically we know when it's a five and we know that's the time to kind of break it down and figure out what it is that maybe we didn't do 
so well. So maybe you did just hammer it and you just went really hard. You were feeling so good. You were like, yes, I'm going to squat like 150 pounds. I'm just feeling it today. Maybe that's what happened. It's not that that's a bad thing. It's not like you screwed up, but now you know in the future that you probably can't go that hard that fast. So it's good just to kind of know what's going on and just use it as a gauge and and kind of step back and and reflect and see what's going on. So what does muscle soreness actually mean? Basically, it's just a message from our body that we need to decode. Hardcore muscle soreness is not a requirement for muscle gains, and it is not indicative of a good or bad workout. It's simply a thing that occurs from time to time, and we can use it to our advantage. So if you have any further questions about this topic, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at funsize.nutrition. And as always, I'll catch you in the next episode. Have you ever looked around the gym to see everyone else using heavier weights than you and thought to yourself, uh, should I be lifting heavier? Have you ever wondered how much other ladies of your size are lifting? Or do you just want to know how much more you should aim to lift to take your strength to the next level? Well, guess what? I created a fun size strength chart so that you can finally confidently choose the appropriate weight for your body size for 28 of the most common lifts, such as squats, lateral raises, seated rows, things like that. No more looking around at everyone else or feeling self-conscious because this chart will take the guesswork out of it and give you guidelines for safe yet challenging weights to use per your current level of fitness. Get the free chart by taking the super short but super fun strength quiz. Go to www.funsize.life strengthquiz.